Hey, this is Hayden. This is Colton. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. So we're going to start this off by talking about the characters of the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. So, obviously, first character, Abraham Lincoln. He was born on February 12th of 1809, and he was born in Hodgenville, Kentucky, which is actually was considered a southern state during the Civil War. A little fun fact. He was the uh, 16th president and was not very liked by southerners. What did you think about Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. I mean... His nickname was Honest Abe, so he must have done something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next character is John Wilkes Booth. John Wilkes Booth was born on May 10th of 1838 in Bel Air, Maryland. Maryland was considered a northern state. These people are just changing roles, I guess. This is wonderful. Anyway, so John Wilkes Booth was an American actor, pretty famous, I guess, came from a family of actors, kind of like a dynasty, I guess, and uh, he was a very aggressive Southern supporter, which is, you know, kind of what will bring us to later events. So, Colton, go ahead and tell us about uh, uh, Boston Corbett. Boston Corbett, the man who killed John Wilkes Booth. He was born in 1832 in London, UK. Well, he, was a, he was a military police, an MP, rather. And he, he was also the man who chased down Booth and killed him. Well, there we go. Pretty crazy. We'll talk more about that later in the podcast. So, hang in there. So now, guys, we are going to talk about where the assassination took place. John Wilkes Booth chose the uh, Ford Theater because he was it was easily unguarded. He could easily get up to the booth to assassinate the president. He was already working there as a performer. And actually, uh, it said that he snuck into the Ford's Theater before the show even happened, and he got to the president's box and basically which, rigged the door. Which, the president's box, was not very well guarded at all. No. Especially before the show when there was nobody there. He rigged the door to where it won't lock. So he can just force it open or push it open and no one even know about it. So it's crazy. How it was definitely completely premeditated and seemed kind of mastermind a little bit besides the fact he jumped off the stage. But anyway, but uh, anyway, so why was it that place? Uh, I'm assuming because, you know, easy to access yeah. already working there. Yeah, I mean, he was already an actor, so it's pretty common to see an actor at, like, a theater, you know? So Nobody would question it. No. No one's just going to be, oh, hey, Booth, how you doing? You know, kind of like... We could easily go up there and say he wanted to meet the president, and they would easily let him in. And also, on top of that, he's watching the show. He's distracted. Exactly. Everyone's distracted. They're all focused on what's on the stage, not what's behind them. So, I mean, I mean it was... Good call on him. Yeah, I mean... Bad call for murdering the president, but good call on him where he picked it. For 
considering this is the first time anyone's ever murdered or assassinated the president of the United States, yeah. It, uh, he planned this out well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we have a guest speaker, Mr. Dutcher, with us for this podcast, our episode number one. So, Dutcher, tell us about what you know about what happened to Booth after the assassination. Okay. Well, what happened to Booth after the assassination is that he jumped off the out of the president's box, ended up breaking his leg on stage, and just kind of scampered away. Uh, got on his horse and, and rode away. Rode to a, uh, a house where uh, there was a doctor that kind of helped him out. His it was Doctor Mud. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of helped him out before. And again, this is before Twitter and you know news and all that kind of stuff was able to say, "Hey, the president just got shot." So got to this house. Doctor saw this guy was in pain. He knew him. He knew uh, uh, Booth, and so helped him out. You know, put his leg in a splint and said, "Hey, you know, you definitely broke it. So take take care." And he said, well, I'm out. And so he ended up leaving. Uh, the doctor still didn't know what was going on with him. Uh, later, the, the authorities were able to kind of catch up with the doctor. And, and they ended up uh, executing the doctor and said that he was a conspirator mm-hmm. to the assassination of uh, Abraham Lincoln. So later, uh, Booth kind of gets cornered in a garage, in a, uh, not a garage, in a barn. Yeah. And so there's a uh, there's a standoff and everything. And um uh, they end up setting the barn on fire uh, to kind of smoke out John Wilkes Booth. And he gets out. And as he's coming out, that's when uh, they open fire and they shoot him. I heard he was shot in the neck and ended up passing away, you know, hours later. But, huh. well, did you guys know? And you guys will obviously edit this in in the proper spot, right? Yeah. But uh, Mary Todd Lincoln. Okay. She is my great, 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 great aunt. So that means that I'm kind of related to Abraham Lincoln. Huh? In a way, he's my uncle-in-law. Okay, so he's my five greats uncle. But Mary Todd Lincoln was into kind of uh, uh, fortune telling and into the cards and you know the astronomy and you know just all that that kind of stuff. And uh, she actually had a dream that something bad was going to happen that night. And she uh, kind of begged and pleaded with Lincoln to say, "Hey, let's let's stay in." Let's not go out because I have a bad feeling that something's going to happen. Um, and Lincoln was kind of adamant. You know, he's like, hey, you know, we just the Civil War is almost over. You know, we need to go out and relax a little bit. We've been been stressed out. Uh, we've got the end of the Civil War coming up. You know, I've been stressing out about this, uh, you know, the amendment to end slavery. So uh, let's go out and let's enjoy ourselves for tonight. And then we can kind of hit back uh, with everything tomorrow. But let's have tonight. And so, you know, kind of like, uh, whose, whose song is that? Let's have tonight. Whoa. Anyway, uh, but, uh, you know, so they went out and the rest is history. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the little more than just close-ups. We'll do, you know, just like quick little facts. So what do you want to start us off with, Colton? How about we start off with his gun? It was a 44 Derringer. It was really easy to fit into his pocket. You can sell it easily. And today, its current value is basically, it's 
has no value. It's that expensive. It's just priceless, pretty much. Like a like the Mona, Mona Lisa. Right? It's more expensive than two handguns made out of meteorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's gonna be priceless. It's gonna kill Abraham Lincoln. So exactly. I mean, that's that's gotta be worth an incredible amount of money if you are gonna end up selling it. And I don't know whoever would want to sell that. That'd be something donated to a whole, you know, some historic. It's from an historic event. Should be donated to some kind of museum or whatever, or remembrance hall or whatever, whatever it should be. So, so a forty-four Derringer. Those things were about palm size back then, weren't they? Yeah, they were itty bitty. Yeah. Whew. Um. Anyway, on to the next one. The so there is some conspiracy theories about what Abraham Lincoln about the whole Abraham Lincoln assassination and everything. So some of them are saying, you know, obviously Booth did it. There's no denying that. So it's not like some other person, an alien or whatever. Uh, the conspiracy theory says something about, like, Booth being about, you know, something a little bit bigger. Like, maybe Europe had, like, a part of it because um, basically Europe bankers were concerned about Lincoln's trade policies. And so, you know, since Europe obviously didn't really like, you know, Lincoln, Europe's pretty big then, you know, because uh, the United States were just starting off, right? I mean, we're not like just straight out the gate, but we're still kind of building. And so Europe took their time to apparently come to Booth or come to the Confederate side of the United know, States basically. and just kind of, I guess, gave it to them and... Gave him information and everything like that. I guess that's that's the conspiracy theory about how you know maybe it's more than just Booth and his followers. Maybe it's from like another country. Like maybe this is like the first country that came in and assassinated somebody as a U.S. president. So that's that's a pretty big conspiracy theory, I'd say. Um, is there anything else from you? Yeah, and our third fact today will be the fact that some people thought he could survive the gunshot, but current doctors nowadays have reviewed all the evidence and have decided there was no possible way he could have survived it. No possible way. Well, yeah, you take a bullet to the head. I mean, that's yeah. kind of hard. Not even a... I don't personally see how people think he could have survived a bullet to the head. Like, people nowadays can't even survive bullets to the kinda head. kind of like brain tumors. They're kind of really hard to operate on because... Not even the best neurosurgeon could fix somebody that just got shot in the head, at least not yet. Maybe yeah. 20 years in the future could be saying something completely different. You never know. I mean, you know, every, every day technology just keeps on climbing. So, all right. So, finally, we've come to the end of our podcast. And our life lesson for this whole thing is, you know, don't put yourself in a vulnerable position. If you're going to make half a country mad at you, like, you know, because the whole security issue, there's no security, just like, you know, Dutcher said, they didn't have security back then. They didn't have home security. They didn't have anyone protecting the president besides a locked door. And Booth obviously got right past that. And, you know, if you're going to make people mad, protect yourself, especially that vast amount of people. It's just, you know. You know, it's not that smart on him. But once again, this was the first assassination of a U.S. president. So 
I mean, it just kind of goes both ways, I guess. So anyway, thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next episode.